This is the Health to Your Health and Wealth Show. Show me the money on My Talk 1071 with guests from Health Foundation's Birth Center and ClearStub Financial. Let's learn something. And here's your host, Miss Shannon. Yes, I am Miss Shannon here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. Thank you for joining us for the Health and Wealth Show. Remind you, you can always find this episode and previous episodes on our website as well, MyTalk1071.com. Keyword health and wealth. And I want to make sure that I get that out of the way because sometimes you pop into the middle of the show and you're like, wait a minute, that was something I really needed to hear. And this way, you know, hey, you can flip it and rewind it and listen to it later or pass it on to a friend, family or loved one. Joining us, speaking of friends, my good friend, Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center and Women's Health Clinic. Hello, hello, hello. A good morning again, Dr. Amy. Good morning. I uh, was thinking of you because I was going through uh, my supplements in my closet. I mean, my, uh, my, I keep them in my kitchen now because you reminded me that maybe I shouldn't keep them in the bathroom because they'll get damp. <laughs> so I keep them in the kitchen. <laughs> I made space for them. So I was weeding through the ones that I was like, okay, this one is of value. Why do you still have this? Yep. Make room for something of value. Because you do give that broad uh, overall information and general information that maybe we go, ah, I meant to clean all this stuff up, but I don't have time to learn. That's one of the greatest things about having you as my friend is that you just give us all this information <laughs> right in one spot. <laughs> I think it, thank you. You're welcome. I have also been doing something similar. I feel like this, I don't know if it because the weather's warmer or uh, I don't know, the sun is out or it's just kind of the start still of a new year. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've been taking an assessment of my health again. Fair enough. Yes. So mm-hmm. I've been doing the same thing. I've been looking at, you know, the supplements I'm taking and I've added a few and I've taken out others. And, you know, even in a week, I was like, Wow. I'm feeling good. Right. Which I was is, like, wow, is that is that just the changes that I've been making? And I was like, I sure hope so. And it might be the supplements, but it might also be your attitude, which is one right. of the things you covered the last time you were in, was talking about how can you free up that mental space mm-hmm. as well? You know, if you're feeling bad, do you sometimes you don't know what's weighing you down until you start making some of these changes like you suggested before and you go, oh, wait. I've done that for two weeks. Now it's become, you know, it's starting to become a habit and I do feel brighter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think too, you know, I've made a list of health assessments that I would like to get done in the next two months. Fair enough. And so mm-hmm. I've been slowly ticking it off my list. And, you know, I, I am pretty good every year about getting the things that I need to get done. Right. But I'll be, you know, I'll admit with COVID, everything's gotten pushed off a little bit. So now I'm just reevaluating and saying, okay, where am I at? Right. And, it's just, it feels really good to get that information or to check that box or to kind of get the A-OK or to say, oh, maybe this is something we need to look at a little bit more. Right. Yeah, I don't, I've, I've really actually enjoyed it. I think that's what we're going to start talking about, not today, but mm-hmm. it may be in one of our next shows um, about those health check boxes that we need to think about. Right. And I think if you, and I know we're going to cover that uh, in a future show, as you just mentioned, but... I mean, that's one of the great things about health foundations is sometimes you don't even know what your checklist should be. Yeah. (laughs) You just go, I feel like I'm missing something. And it's good to go, you know, especially when you're talking as a woman with women's health, because there are so many things to go in our little personal ecosystems. It's like, what do I start with (laughs) to go? Okay, I don't have to know. Let me call and someone will help me figure out the right questions. And that's part of what you do at Health Foundations. Yes. And I think, um, you know, we've always done this, but I really feel like I'm firming up the idea of 
basically this woman's comprehensive woman's health checklist Mm -hmm. that in so many, so I don't know about you, but in a lot of appointments for me going through the years, I might, I, you know, I go in and there might be one thing that somebody focuses on. Right. And sure, we talk about that one thing, but the reality is there's all these other contributing factors and gosh, medicine has gotten to be so compartmentalized. Exactly. This person does that very siloed, very siloed. And so so I need somebody just to translate, you know, where I'm like, okay, this all like I've, I found because now you can find everything in your, they send you a little email or you can find it online in your little chart. Yep. And so now I'm like, I don't know what any of these words mean. (laughs) So I'm just Googling (laughs) phrases at one time. They're like, okay, to tell me what that means, because I don't feel like I have that person that I can just call and go, just bring all of this together. And I know, yes. And I know our electronic health systems have really tried to send you those emails to say, oh, it's time for your pap. Exactly. Oh, it's time for your immunizations. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that gets to be so, I mean, such a basic level of health. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's so many other components that really should be looked at. So if you're out there and you're thinking and you're resonating with that statement or thinking, oh, my gosh, yes, this is happening to me. Right. Um, come and see us. You know, Definitely. I think, you know, what I'm working on now is we've always had a great even referral um, network that even if it's something that we don't do in our clinic, we can help um, coordinate that care or tell you, hey, This is a provider that we've worked with that we know that we want to send you to to gather this component of information, you know, but that will come back to us Mm -hmm. so we can still be involved in that care and have those conversations. That would be fantastic just to have because I think we used to have a general person that then spidered out to all the other things. And now it's more of, you know, I'm one of those people for sure. Like you just said, I see my, you know, I see my gynecologist and that's pretty much it. And so when people go, who's your doctor? I'm like, and that's because we don't, we're blessed a lot of us because we don't get sick. Yeah. So you think if you don't get sick, you're not supposed to do those other things. And I have to remind myself, especially at our age, which is that in between age, yes. that a lot of the time it's just baseline reading. So if anything does happen, they can put you back to zero or oh my no. Goodness. Yes. <laughs> and we're talking about thyroid health today here in just a little bit. But yes, women in your 40s, mm-hmm. this is a time to get your baselines. Yes. This is a time to really get an under. I mean, it's good to know in your 20s and 30s as well. But if you haven't, this is the time in your life to understand your body and your health. Um, so you get those baselines and you know some changes, some concrete changes you can make to enter into those upcoming years. Right. In as good of a spot as possible. You know, right. I guess that's what I'm thinking of when I'm doing these health assessments. I just yes. had a birthday in February. Mm-hmm. And so maybe that's what, by the way. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I think that's what the catalyst was to really think, oh, OK, let's start thinking about these things. Again. That's probably true because I have a birthday <laughs> coming up. One, I'm actually very proud of myself because I just I, I had to do a little inline uh, online thing and put in my birth date. I have been thinking I was a year older than I am for a year. So wow, you get to relive that I year get to all over. this year. I get to roll back because I was like, okay, I've been telling everybody I was 48. I'm not 48. I'm 47. I'm going to be 48. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, that's a good direction. That's you know, kind of thing. I don't even, I just started saying that. I don't even remember why I started saying that. I'm like, okay. And then I did the math, which clearly is not my forte. I talk for a living. I don't do math. <laughs> 
So I think that it's interesting when you, you know, what are those milestones in your life that make you go, okay, let me start setting this. You know, it's it's good to be able to set more intentional goals for yourself to be able to do that stuff. And it, it goes yeah. back to what we talked to when we did our detox episode where it's okay to go, okay, I'm going to let these things go so I can start afresh. So it's a good, okay, we yeah. started here and then everything else is here. The world is now open to you to do some other things. Yes, absolutely. And I think too, you know, one positive of COVID is telehealth. And mm-hmm. I know people feel... um Some of them people like it and some people don't, but the reality is it's opened up the door so you can be doing these health visits really in the comfort of wherever you're at Mm -hmm. um, and get that information. You know, sometimes we still like you to come in, but Mm -hmm. we have that opportunity to do that even virtually if that's something that you want to do or in person, of course. Yeah. Right. So just be thinking about that. And I think too, you know, We've been talking lots about women's health, and I do think it's so important because there's so many women out there that are feeling a certain way or having certain symptoms, but not getting answers. Right. We see that in pregnancy, too. And so, you know, we have a lot of pregnant people come to us who've maybe started with another provider who have lots of questions and who's like, is this normal or how should I be feeling or I need more information? You know, that would be if you're pregnant, come and see us as well, because we can help answer some of those questions. The other thing, like my, you know, we had talked about how my uh, youngest sister had a baby in December. And so I was able to tell her, I'm like, you know, there's these resources, courtesy of health foundations, where I'm like, if you are, since she is in that, you know, breastfeeding and when do you do this? And maybe this is more challenging than you thought, being able to be part of other communities and find a way to do that because we, you know, we are a lot more distanced than we used mm-hmm. to. So she can't just, you know, we're not in a position yet where you're like, okay, I'm just going to go find a play group for, you know, and hang yeah. out with this mom's group. So being able to go, I still feel connected, even though I'm in my home, I'm still connected with other people is something else that you guys have done a great job with over at Health Foundations. We try. We really try and be that community and to just offer good information. Let's be honest, our conventional healthcare system, it's hard to get information. Right. It's hard to get the education. We're not, you know, our health system is not inherently set up to spend time relationship building and connecting with patients. Right. Um, Yes, some providers do that very well. Don't get me wrong. There's great providers out there, but our system inherently is not set up for that. Um, We have set up our clinic so we can spend that time. We do build those relationships. We do do that education. That's really why I got into medicine. Right. Is education. Um, I was working years. I mean, it's been a couple decades now. <laughs> um, as I was even just searching for that path to med school on a med surge floor, thinking, so that's in the hospital, a, a medical surgical ward, um, thinking, wow, these patients need so much more education and then they won't end up back here. Right. And um, that really was the catalyst. And then, it just went from there. But education, in my mind, is really the basis of health and being able to help people make change. Well, you can always get in contact with Health Foundations. You can go to their website, healthfoundations.com. And, of course, find them at mytalk1071.com, keyword health and wealth. And, Dr. Amy, today we're going to go, speaking of educating, we're going to educate people about what's going on with their thyroid, correct? Yes, there's so many questions, and there's been fads about thyroid health. Yep, we're going to talk about women's health and thyroid and just things to be thinking about. Maybe things, really, I just want to put it out there about 
things that you, if you're experiencing, maybe you should get tested for. Perfect. All right. And you can be part of the show. The number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center and Women's Health Clinics here on the Health and Wealth Show. Welcome back to the Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Ms. Shannon here with Dr. Amy Johnson Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center and Women's Health Clinic. You can be part of the Health and Wealth Show. Just call us at 651-641-1071. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, this is a great time to just kind of start uh, into the foyer of this because we're going to talk about thyroid. And now, <laughs> Dr. Amy, I've had my thyroid tested before and I don't even remember enough about the process to like go okay i feel like that was worth it so i was glad that we were talking about this today because i think that that's really part of it is that there's a lot of reasons and things that you hear about it like i've had friends throw out oh this is what you are going through you should get your thyroid tested or here's what your kid is going through you should get his thyroid tested all of these things and I'm not even sure when I really should get the thyroid tested because it is a very mystifying (laughs) scenario. Oh, yeah. And there's Mm -hmm. lots of information out there. And I think I don't know if it's been recently or the time feels like a little bit of a warp. But we went Mm -hmm. through a little bit of this thyroid fad, I feel like. And then it's maybe trickled away for women in particular. It's one of those things that I think is always good to at least look in on okay. or considered, you know, depending on what's going on, you know, so let's talk a little bit about the numbers. Mm-hmm. So one in eight women will develop thyroid disease in their lifetime. Okay. One in eight. One in eight. Okay. Um, the most common form of thyroid disease is Hashimoto's or it's also called hypothyroidism, mm-hmm. which means you don't have enough thyroid hormone. And this is, I think, a staggering number. So as many as 15 million women or more have thyroid problems and don't know it. Oh, okay. It's very underdiagnosed sometimes. And um, depending on your provider or depending on, you know, um, how you're communicating maybe with your provider, it may or may not be on their radar to think, oh, this is something that we should test for. Right. But, you know, on this show, I talk a lot about iron. I talk a lot about vitamin D. This is like the third trifecta for women when I think about things that to investigate. Mm -hmm. Our thyroid gland lives in our throats. Okay. And so when you go in for a physical exam, that's the one where they come behind you and they might feel along your throat and they ask you to swallow. Yes. They're feeling to see um, how big your thyroid is, if it's a normal size, if there's any... Um, maybe nodules or anything else that they're feeling that might not be there. Mm-hmm. But um, so that's kind of the physical exam type part that you might experience going to see a provider. But there's other things, though, that you might be experiencing in your life that are more symptoms. Okay. And these are also symptoms of other things as well. But um, if you so I'm just going to go through a laundry list and, and just kind of check in with yourself and say, hey, are these things that I'm experiencing that maybe I should investigate a little bit more? Okay. So are you really tired? Do you have an increased sensitivity to cold? Okay. So, um, for instance, maybe holding a really cold glass or when you're outside, do you feel really an extra sensitive to cold? Like maybe your fingers are, are extra sensitive. Constipation. Okay. Dry skin. Unexplained weight gain. Mm-hmm. Lots of cravings for sugar and carbohydrates. Maybe you're face gets really puffy um muscle weakness if you have elevated blood cholesterol 
you might just feel achy and stiff. Mm-hmm. Um, heavier than normal menstrual periods. This is the one that everybody tends to come in with first is my hair is thinning. Right. My nails are breaking. Um, but this is another one I definitely want women to hear is depression. Right. Depression and, and anxiety, actually. And so, you know, for, you know, we've talked a lot about mood and mood um, issues over sometimes these last couple of months. But particularly if you are feeling um, depressed or you have anxiety and you've tried medication and it's not working. Right. Sometimes this is why it's not working. It's because it's something else. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, thinking about having that thyroid checked is not a bad idea. Right. So when we check our thyroid, it's it's simple. It's something, it's just a blood test. Mm-hmm. You go in, you don't have to be fasting. And um, and it can, it's, a, it's a very simple process, but it still can give you lots of information. Okay. Now, if you get it tested, I mean, what do you, when you get these test results, and I think that that's a lot of it, is having somebody be able to navigate the test results with you, other than they just say, well, it's normal. Right. Well, what does that mean? Like if you were having some of those symptoms and they test your thyroid and they say it's normal, does that mean, okay, it's just all in my head or it's this or, or, or what's my next step at that point? I almost look at it like a little bit like a checkbox. Okay. So um, if, you know, and we'll talk, we'll talk here in a little bit about just different thyroid tests that can happen. Mm-hmm. But um, if everything comes back normal, sometimes I think that, okay, great. That's more information that we've gathered to say, this isn't part of the puzzle piece then. Right. And great. Check that box and then go on to more investigating. Gotcha. Um, which, which is just as valuable mm-hmm. in the end um, where if it's something that needs to be treated. So particularly, you know, we talk lots about hypothyroidism. So that means you don't have enough thyroid and that means we need to give our body the thyroid that it's not making. So it's called thy- thyroid replacement therapy. Okay. And so really we, it's um, a, it's a medication that people take then to just, replace what their body's not making okay so bring their levels up to a normal range and so that would then be the same as if you found out that your vitamin d was too low yes. you can bring it up to a, a, the proper ranges yeah is it then once you find out that you are and that was hypo you hypo. said dr yep. okay if you find out that you have hypothyroidism is that a um treatment that you have to take for ever or does it get you up to parity and then lifestyle changes or, or, or what can you expect if you have that? So a lot of times it's, well, it depends. Okay. But a lot of times I talk to people and say, you know, think of this as more long-term and it's something that you will get checked on, you know, an ongoing basis Okay. to make sure that your levels are within a range that you want them to be. Gotcha. Because, you know, our thyroid hormone plays a role in so many other aspects of our body. Right. So for instance, um, it plays, it impacts things like bone health and bone strength. Okay. So when our thyroid is not within that normal range, you know, it means then that our, our bones can be impacted in a negative way okay, and and other systems in our body as well. So, you know, we talk, you know, of course, everybody knows we do lots of women's health and we do pregnancy and preconception. So for women who are having a difficult time getting pregnant, you know, thyroid does influence fertility. 
Okay. And so th- uh, the thyroid test is one of those tests then that we look at to say, okay, is this part of your puzzle piece of your fertility picture? Right. Because um, it can cause things like increased risk of miscarriage or preterm birth. It can be harder to get pregnant. Um, you might be at a higher risk of developing things like prenatal and postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's, it's this, I don't want to say it's something easy to fix, but it's something to that we can work on. It's fixable. Make, it's fixable. Right. And, okay. Um, and you can do something about it. Right. You know, sometimes I, th- that's why I love looking at labs sometimes, mm-hmm. because if something's different, then it's something we can do something right. about. <laughs> Instead of, oh, you know, that, you know, what does that mean? It's nice to go. This has an actionable step. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think, you know, the reason why I said it depends is because sometimes people coming into our clinic and this will depend on your provider, but sometimes people coming into our clinic, there is ways that that you can through supplements, through um, diet and lifestyle that you can support your thyroid to, you know, function optimally. OK. Is that one of the things we'll cover when we get back? Yes, and what, what else are we going to tap, tap yep, into? We're going to talk a little bit about testing, a little bit about those um, factors that play into our thyroid health. You can also be part of the Health and Wealth Show. The number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with Dr. Amy. Welcome back to the Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Ms. Shannon here with my friend Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center and Women's Health Clinic. Reminding you and you can always find Health Foundations at healthfoundations.com. And we were just laughing during the break because there's so many things that you you can either paranoia yourself into getting something, having something freak you out, or make yourself feel silly about something so that you don't get things checked out. Like, yes. like, like you can't win. Yes. That's why you just need to have somebody else that goes, no, no, you're allowed to ask this question. Yes. Because I even have somebody else that right. I can call that says, oh, because when it's yourself, right. it's a totally different perspective. Exactly. Like I can help patients all day, every day <laughs> and, you know, really think, OK, this is what we need to do. And this is the step by step. And this is what we need to worry about or not worry about. And then when it comes to me, something happens and I'm like. Oh my gosh, it's cancer. Right. And in my logical mind, I'm thinking, Amy, mm-hmm. it is not. But that's why I have my own provider that right. I call so she can tell me, no, it's not. I think it's funny <laughs> that you default you default to cancer. I default to, I'm like, I have a little mini Arnold Schwarzenegger from Kindergarten Cop in my head. Everything's a tumor. Like everything. <laughs> like, I have no reason, but I'm just like, maybe, okay, I'm having this symptom. Maybe I have a tumor on a thing. You know, I have a headache, maybe. And I don't even know why. I probably watched that movie too much. But it's funny what your brain <laughs> defaults to and why you should go. It's okay to ask somebody okay to just ask. so you relax and move on with your life. Yeah. Or do the investigation that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Get the reassurance and then move on. Right. Right. Exactly. And but, sometimes it could be something that is, as you said, it is, you know, it is treatable. It is something, you know, and yes. so it's good to not also have that ostrich in the sand thing in your life and go, oh, it's probably nothing or I'll right. take time for it later. No, it's another good reason just to go. OK, let's just ask the question now before things exacerbate. Yes. Yes. And that whole thing. Oh, I'll, I'll think about it tomorrow. I'll think about it later. Historically, I hear that. I, I do hear that a lot. Right. And I when I see patients that um, and then that that little bit is actually turned into several months. Right. 
or six months to a year. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, if it's something that we could have done something about, you could have been feeling better sooner. Exactly. Or we could have, you know, mediated something sooner. So don't wait. Right. Exactly. Pick up the phone, grab your computer, set up that meeting. Everything will be fine. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. I'm all about gathering more information. Agreed. Because then once you have the information, then you can make a plan make decisions, and go from there. Right. And we were talking about some of the baseline information about uh, women's health and their thyroid. Yeah. And one of the things that we had gotten to this point of just really going, okay, here's the list of symptoms. If you have all of these things, here's what you can get tested. But I think it's also good, as we were discussing this, to give people license to go, I have follow-up questions. So if you do test these things, you know, as you said, well, the question, the, the answer may be complex, you know, and maybe there's a maybe involved in it yeah well feel comfortable going i have questions about those results and that's all fine and i think too um again i I really hope people hear this if you get your thyroid chest tested if you are experiencing some of these things that we've been talking about kind of in that symptom checklist and your thyroid comes back and everybody says everything's normal and that that box is checked it doesn't mean then that more investigation or larger history needs to be taken or because you're still experiencing those symptoms. Right. It doesn't mean that you just leave and think, oh, okay, that's fine. It was in my head or I should just suck it up. Yes, Mm -hmm. because you still that's still your life experience. So, you know, let's do a little bit more investigating. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm all about a stepwise approach. And so, you know, sometimes it's nice to start off with the basics and say, okay, if all of this looks clear, then we move on to the next step. Um, And that's super appropriate. That's really what medicine and science is all about, right? Right. Is um, gathering information. And then once we have that information, making those next decisions. And you getting to a position where maybe you feel, quote, in air quotes, okay. But it is a bill. There may be room for you to feel better than you do. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep. I want you to feel like you've got good energy to get throughout the day, that you're sleeping well, um, that you've got really good emotional health, all of these components to really, you know, live optimally. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So we've been talking about thyroid health. And one thing that I think is nice to really step back and look at is why are so many women experiencing thyroid issues? Okay. You know, there's so many factors that can interfere with our thyroid function. Um, and there's so many components that really are required just to have that healthy thyroid. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, I thought it'd be nice just to talk about some of those things that can interfere that are, you know, in a lot of our lives. Okay. And two, that can be a little bit more investigated. So um, one that I do talk about is just our over our overall environmental toxin load. Okay. Um, we are all exposed to environmental toxins really on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And generationally, you know, um, you may have heard that all of that kind of environmental toxin load passes down from generation to generation. Mm-hmm. So what our grandma was having or, or, you know, her load passes on kind of to my mom, passes on to me, passes on to my daughter. Right. And then you combine that with their exposure. You know, it can be a lot over time. Okay. So, and as we're seeing, you know, there's just more and more 
things that we hear about with our air and our water and our food and how we, um, you know, just all the things that we can be exposed to, you know, really on a day to day basis. And even just things like heavy metals, you know, we hear mm-hmm. about heavy metals and plastics, all of those things influence our hormones and our thyroid and our thyroid hormones are those things, right? right. It's a hormone. So okay. those things will affect that. Well, I think, are we just basically going over the, how did I break my thyroid? How did it get broken? How did it get broken? So thinking, just trying to think about living a little greener and okay. cleaner. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they have that dirty dozen out there that talks about the most um, kind of environmentally toxic foods. Yes. You know, look at that. And the things you should wash and the things that you yeah. shouldn't. And the th- yeah. The things that it makes sense to be completely organic with and the things that eh, maybe, maybe not. You Absolutely. Know, if you're looking at trying to make choices that are sustainable yes. in your life. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not saying you have to go 100% organic by mm-hmm. any means. If you can, that's fabulous. Right. If not, that's completely fine. Mm-hmm. But there's those few things that you can make changes for that might make a really big difference. Um, look at how you're, what you're using to clean your house. Right. You know, all of those cleaners that we use, if they are really heavy hitters and toxic, mm-hmm. think about changing to something that's a little bit gentler. Right. A little bit more natural. And those are easy things to find. And if anybody needs any resources, we even know some local providers in town that can help you with those. Oh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, thinking about what you put on your skin. Our skin is so porous. What we put on our skin is absorbed in our bodies. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, understanding and looking at what those ingredients are, um, whether it's lotions or makeup or soap or shampoo, mm-hmm. you know, making a little bit um, different choices in those arenas can also make a difference. Right. So it's little changes that you can make over time to just kind of decrease that environmental toxic load. And I think that, that society has helped us a little bit with some of that. And again, if we're going back to what's cost effective, you can see that information a lot more. It may just be difficult to, at the beginning to go well, why does things say no parabens, no this, no that now? Yeah. And does it apply to me? Yep. So that's where a little bit of research can probably help everyone out. This is where Google can be helpful. Perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times there's those checklists out there. Mm-hmm. Or you can even Google things like um, the top 10 type lists, right? Yes. That influence your health or that can be healthier for your skin, all of those things. So that's where Google can be really helpful for us. Um, The other thing that, you know, how did we break our thyroid? You know, sometimes we have vitamin and mineral insufficiencies, not necessarily deficiencies, Mm -hmm. but um, so insufficiencies kind of fly under the radar. They're not things that, you know, we can always diagnose. Okay. Um, but they can cause symptoms in subtle ways. So particularly for thyroid health, um, iodine, vitamin D, selenium, zinc, and iron. Okay. You know, we, those things we can test and we do test in our office. We have thresholds that we like to see people at. And so if you're not at a really optimal threshold, then those are things that we can easily 
supplement you with or tell you how to get better in your diet. Is it that maybe your thyroid's working too hard because it has this insufficiency or how does that apply? Well, you know, if you think of kind of like a puzzle piece and if you're if you have like a little bubble, that's your thyroid and all of these different uh, minerals and vitamins are needed to help those hormones either function or produce or kind of all of those reactions that happen in our body. And so if our bodies don't have enough of those things, it's like our factories aren't working appropriately. Okay. It's like we don't have enough things for our factories to work. Gotcha. Um, And so, you know, all of those, you know, those things are not only related to our thyroid, then they might be related to maybe you've got some blood glucose things going on or, you know, low magnesium can also, you might feel some heart arrhythmias or, you know, so there's lots of other pieces that these puzzles play in. So if your thyroid is off, sometimes then we start seeing other systems. Okay. Follow. So it's a domino effect. It can be. All right. Uh Um, so Something you can easily check, mm-hmm. easily supplement, okay, and easily identify, right? And then make a change, like again, either in supplements or your diet. Right. Um, yeah. It's always good because, again, when we started this conversation, it was so much of the, I don't know what it is, so I don't know how to address it. Mm-hmm. And knowing that a lot of this are things that you can make some subtle changes, but they'll be very impactful. Yes. Mm-hmm. The biggest and sometimes one of the ones that I talk about a lot is stress. Right. Stress plays a huge role on our thyroid. Okay. And goodness, it's been a doozy of a year. Agreed. Yes. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, everybody's feeling that stress. But even leading up to COVID, you know, people in general, I find are under pretty, pretty good amounts of stress in Mm -hmm. their life. And um, it doesn't matter, you know, I sometimes I have people come in and they say, well, because I talk about stress on a scale, zero being no stress, 10 being the most. And where would they put themselves on that scale? And sometimes I hear people say, well, I'm not as bad as or and I'm like, nope, it doesn't matter in, in relation to anyone or anything else. It's how you are perceiving what's going on with you. Right. And so really giving yourself a little grace and being honest with yourself about where you feel like you're on that stress stress um, scale. And, you know, really thinking about ways to help mediate that. Right. And there's so many ways and everybody does it a little bit different. Some it's quiet time, some it's going out and running, some it's listening to music. You know, we've talked about kind of self-care in some of our past episodes, but really checking in and saying, okay, Where's my stress load at? Right. And stop comparing yourself to other people's stress. Yes. Because just because it could be worse does not mean it's not bad for you right now. Yes. Right. Yep. Right. Well, we have another segment coming up. And what are we going to cover when we wrap up in the end of the show? We'll talk a little. Welcome back to the Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. Just use the keyword health and wealth for this episode and previous episodes. Here with Dr. Amy Johnson Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center and Women's Health Clinic talking about thyroid. So if you had some questions, we're going to go through some of the basics and like getting tested and, and try and wrap up some information overall. But if you had a question that uh, something had happened in your life, feel free to call 651-641-1071. Or of course, you can contact Health Foundations and maybe they can help navigate some of these complex roads for you um, regarding your thyroid. Um, so we talked about the blood test part of things. So let's back up and even like bring it down. Yeah, let's I, talk I'm, about what that actually right, means. Okay. 
So, um, of course, this is a conversation to have with your provider. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, you know, I again, if you if you're having a hard time having these conversations with your provider, then maybe it's maybe time to find a new provider. It's time to find a new provider, mm-hmm. because I think, um, you know, as more and more information is available to people and as you, you know, people are arming themselves with their you know, own information. So they are coming in with questions and they're coming in with, Hey, can we investigate this? Providers, I feel really need to be open to those conversations. Right. And either, you know, and, and have it a two way conversation. So either help you, help you understand why, yes, this actually, this is a good idea and, and make a plan Mm -hmm. or say, Hey, maybe we also need to do something else. Or just to even for a provider to say, you know what, I don't know if that's really appropriate for you, but let's talk more about how you got here and what, you know, what your symptoms are, what you're experiencing, because something's going on on enough that you're here and we need to talk about it a little I more. think that's a wonderful answer because when we're at this in-between age, that's what I call myself now, this in-between <laughs> age, a lot of times when you answer, when you act as your own provider, I think that you give yourself... And I know I, be, I believe this because I do it. You're just getting old. It has to, you just tell yourself, you're just getting old. You know, that happened because you're getting old. You know, you did this because you're getting old. You know, kind of thing. Producer Sonny's laughing because she's not here yet. But you're going to do this one day, Sonny. Ten years from now. Ten years from now, Producer Sonny, you're like one day you're going to wake up and something's going to be kind of creaky. I do that. We both Listen, me and my fiance, both of us do that. His, his biggest thing is, oh, it's so early. We're going to bed early. <laughs> That's the gateway. And I'm like, we grown, but we, we pulling 40 hours a week. What right. are you talking about? Why are you comparing yourself to when we were 16 and we were just eating peanut butter out of the jar? It's just, we are not the same anymore. Right. I do that every once in a while because I'm like the first time that I hurt my back for no reason. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is what being old feels like. <laughs> Um, because it, it sneaks up on you and then something in your head old happens and then you just lean into that. And so instead of going, but no, this is something that is addressable. Yes. You yes. go, this is just a sign of me getting old. <laughs> and that's not the case. And not I think case. Right? <laughs> sometimes it really is. You should talk to someone <laughs> about these. You things. should talk to somebody. If, if you're thinking those, if you're thinking that. Right. Then you should probably have a conversation with somebody to just. Suss that out a little bit right. more. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Let's mm-hmm. see if that's something that needs to, you know, something else can right. be done let's, for. Let's see what we can do, you right. know, kind of thing. So at least, I mean, and, and all kidding aside, so you can enjoy moving into this next step. Yeah. And that goes back to a lot of what you say about, like, the the uh, being pregnant, all of these things that we have just decided have to be miserable experiences. Like, aging right. has to be miserable. Like, certain things about being a woman has to be miserable. And that is not the case. Oh, my goodness, that's not the case. And we've done that so much. Right. And you're, you're right on the head, right? That um, pregnancy does not need to be this horrible, miserable, uncomfortable experience where you're having all these cravings and you feel horrible. Right. Not mm-hmm. the case. Um, yes, moving in through your different life stages can be done gracefully. Right. And... You know, I want you to be active and feel good and have energy and be happy. 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s on up. Mm-hmm. You know, that's definitely that's that's doable. But again, it's the social media. It's mm-hmm. movies. I Every mean, sitcom that we grew up watching. Oh, my gosh. You know, I will honestly say the movies and the sitcoms of 
you know, preparing us to to grow older, not in our favor. No, no, especially as a woman, (laughs) especially Especially. as a woman. It is. It makes you just go. I do not want that to happen. Right. Which is instead of like we very, you know, very few of those have those forward thinking. No, it's going to be cool. Uh You know, as you get there. And that's not fair. (laughs) You know, and this is so true, too, with perimenopause and menopause. Oh, my gosh. Everything has been set up, I feel like, in such a manner that women just dread and are fearful of Mm -hmm. these changes that are coming when, in reality, that doesn't need to be the case. Right. But... Providers need to be listening and needing to help you through those transitions so it's more comfortable, so you feel better, so you don't feel scared. And let's just be honest, a lot of times that's not happening. Right. Mm-hmm. Or we're not going in to talk to them. Yes, because we already <laughs> answered the question ourselves in our head. <laughs> like, right. Mm-hmm. I'm just getting old. Right. I'm just getting old. Oh, this, just... is, this is the change. It's happening. And right. It's, ah! It's the it's it. I knew it was going to come and it was going to be terrible. Yeah. I've been hit by this wave and now it's just going to be I'm done. Yes. <laughs> no, you don't Not have to be case. done. No. OK, so. Talk. Have yes. that Conversation. If it's not going well, have a conversation with a different provider. Mm-hmm. It's OK. It's OK. It's not the end of the world to change providers if you're not jiving with who you're with. Right. So this thyroid testing, you know. There's a lot of different ways to look at it. Not uh, not all providers, um, this is their jam. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Like they might know the basics of thyroid, but haven't gone really past some of the basics. That's okay. You mm-hmm. know, that means that they are really knowledgeable in other things. Right. So if it's not their jam, then find somebody who it is. Okay. You know, a lot of times functional medicine providers, um, and there's ways, you know, if you... Google functional medicine, you can find them um, online. There's Mm -hmm. um, societies and groups or naturopathic doctors are really great at this. Um, And so they do this a little bit larger investigation, a little bit in depth. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's lots of different ways to test our thyroid. The number one way and often what you get tested is your TSH, thyroid um, stimulating hormone. And sometimes that's the only thing that gets tested and when it comes back as okay, then people just move on. Okay. But sometimes that's not always the stopping point. And, you know, I always say if we're talking and we go through your history and you are experiencing a lot of these symptoms, um, then we talk about there's other thyroid tests that we can think about um, that where your TSH might come back normally or maybe a little suboptimally, but it might behoove us to look mm-hmm. a little bit about how other ways our, our thyroid is functioning. So I'm just going to talk, you know, I'm going to name them more than anything. Okay. And then um, we can always do a little bit more investigating of what those actually are. So there's things like reverse T3 testing or there's T4 testing or free T4. You know, those are all other levels of testing that we can talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, the other thing is, and I want to just reiterate that um, to really think about testing for those deficiencies of selenium, iron, zinc, um, to make sure that if they are suboptimal or if you don't have enough, again, that's something that we can put back in your diet that we can supplement you with to get those levels up to where they need to be. Right. Well, let's remind everybody the best way to get a hold of Health Foundation. Should we go to your website and give your phone number out as well? Yes, that's absolutely great. It's healthfoundations.com. 
And you can always reach us at 651-895-2520. And um, come see us for women's health, pregnancy, preconception, fertility. We'd love to help you out. Right. And you, again, can find this episode and previous episodes by going to mytalk1071.com. Keyword, health and wealth. Dr. Amy, it's so good to see you every couple of weeks because I know I only have to hold. Important holiday PSA. Do not sleep on Old Navy's Jingle Jammies. From iconic plaids to candy cane stripes to merry elves, Old Navy has every festive pajama print for the fam at prices that would make even Santa jealous. Want to match everyone in Buffalo checks, even your dog? Go for it. Sorry, not sorry. But these PJs sell out fast. So pop by an Old Navy store or visit oldnavy.com.